The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. Broadcasting from a very windy but still beautiful, sexy, steamy Studio City, California, this is the Knapsack Files, and I'm your host, Ken Knapsack, here with another Skype-filled edition of the Knapsack Files. Now that I've moved into technology, thanks to Alex Welsh, Alex Welsh's help, my guest last time, who uh, the 17-year-old wonderkin who taught me how to use uh, technology, uh, and I gave him a Werther's Original Candy, I uh, decided to reach out again to uh, some past guests who were on when I was up in my home hometown of Arroyo Grande, California, uh, on a road trip with the Knapsack Files, but now we're going to do this via Skype, uh, and uh, that, of course, is Mr. Matty D., my former radio partner from the K-Bear 95 Days, Matt Donovan, and Jeff Wires Monfu, Monfufu himself, Jeff Moody. How you guys doing? Very well, Ken. How are you, sir? I'm great. I'm so glad we can do this. It's like uh, this, this can become a routine. We can do a sub-show here on the Knapsack Files. It's almost too easy now. The way uh, Alex showed you, it's yeah. working. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Matt, could you have imagined, and we've talked about this before, but could you have imagined when we were in radio at 20 years old with our own morning show, I might add, on KBR 95, FM uh, 95.3 FM, California's Rock and Roll Bear. If we had our show, which was, of course, the AM Central Coast, the morning crapper, if we had had our show with this kind of technology at our hands, podcasting availability, uh, YouTube, Twitter, all that kind of stuff, we would probably still be in radio. Oh, absolutely. It it required a support staff back in our day because we didn't have any social media. We didn't have any uh, internet to the way we know about it. It was all dial-up. It was the... (laughs) (laughs) You've got mail. We did basically. That's how we operated. Yeah, we and had we had the Caber ninety five website, which was a nice website for the time. But oh my gosh, it was it was uh, so complicated to get on and to post stuff. You had to send it off to like a webmaster. Oh, well, I think our website was actually kind of one of the premier of streaming. Um, Zing Technologies, which I believe became real. Uh, you know, that was like the thing that got the whole thing off the ground, this live streaming. So our station, believe it or not, as bad as it was, yeah. uh, was uh, kind of the premier radio station on the net. Yeah, that's right. I remember we did it streamed live. And that was one of these weird that we, we even back then, 1996, 97, 98 range. Uh, I think it was about 97, right? We started streaming. And maybe even earlier, that was weird. But if we had had Twitter, if we had had all the stuff to get the show out, our segment that we had wanted to do where we sent Gavo, the lovable nomad with the prize (laughs) satchel, out into the street, we could have put a GoPro on him and we could have released YouTube clips. We we would have made it a lot farther than we did if, if we had had social media and technology at our hands. But it's funny because everything flipped because yeah. uh, I don't think anybody listens to local morning radio anymore right? because they have the Internet. They could <laughs> listen to their own uh, CD collection or MP3 collection, what what it may be. But, uh, yeah. yeah, no, the technology is different. The way people receive everything is different. And um, you got to you got to learn to cater to an audience in a whole new way. Everything's different than what we learned. We came from an analog world, so yeah. uh, we have to adapt. And it's one of those things that I always find myself not understanding the change. I got to get behind it. I got to own it. But it's yeah. so uh, it grows so fast. It's too intense, right. and I can't keep up with it. So 
well, people that, like Alex, people like your Schmoes No Crew. Yeah. Uh, I see all these youngsters in the background. I'm like, gosh, darn it. That didn't mm-hmm. seem that long ago for me. No. But man, it's a light year's difference now. Well, it's you. weird. It's weird for me to hear you say that because you're someone I even still, both of you, Jeff and Matt, I still look to you guys for technical advice. Uh, hey, I'm going to buy some stuff. Hey, what do you guys think? I remember we had a conversation, a, a, conf- a three way conference call, which was pretty technological advanced, when I was going to buy one of my uh, cameras, my Sony XA10. I had to call you too. But to hear you, Matt, to say that technology is moving past you, it scares me. That scares me a bit. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, when it comes to anything with a computer screen and a keyboard anymore, yeah, the software has gotten too uh, intensive for me. Um, it's not Fisher Price anymore in my world. That's mm-hmm. what it used to feel like back in the day when I used yeah. to be into it and more on top of it. But you know what? We'll adapt. So that's kind of why, Ken, that yeah. I feel like I've got a toss that technical duty to someone else if i'm going to be a talent let me deal with just that and that means jeff moody you get the you get to step in well he's at least a (laughs) runner-up thank you you (laughs) son of a no no but i do agree with matt i mean Mm -hmm. when i got into the stuff everything was analog um computers and everything just to get the hardware and the software was so expensive now you can do all that crap on your iphone you know? Your i your iPhone? Your i yeah, there's like a delay here. It's wonderful. Well, let's get away from this saucy yeah. subject. We don't want to bore the yeah. audience. What in fact, the hell? We, well, yeah. we have to talk about hey, that because I think well, uh, there was a mishap on oh, one of your last God. episodes, okay. Mr. Napsock, that related to me. And, yeah. and I got to say, I, I felt a little cheated and jaded on that because I didn't have anything to do with it if you were to listen to the tape. Yeah, what yeah, the hell you want to dive? You want to dive right into the controversy, huh? Why? Why not? Let's spice it up right away. Let's get a well, let's get a radio. Okay, yeah. The, right la- the last time we ha- I had you guys on the show, you, we did three. I think three episodes, right? Yeah, we we're dead yeah. tired, probably a little yeah. bit hungover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, we did an official episode, and we did two follow ups. And one of the follow ups, one I believe, Jeff, you you criticized my show at the time, and I thought it was a fair criticism uh, that my guests were just it was just a pat on the back session, and uh, yeah, it was and, between and, and you two fe- friends. Yeah. You felt it was a little maybe not boring, but unentertaining, and. Uh, then proceeded to talk about produce for 25 minutes and uh that that uh, <laughs> which is boring with which that, is, and that yeah. enraged and uh, I, i'm not a radio personality <laughs> gee god i hate this delay um, yeah this delay is a little tricky if you yeah. want to off that that's fine okay yeah. oh you guys get a delay it sounds like we're t- you're in uh, kuwait to uh, talking to me it sounds good on this end yeah you guys are great Oh, it does. That's good. Yeah, no. Um, but anyways, it, it launched yeah, some no, unfortunate... I was a little jaded at that, sure. Mr. Napsoff. Jaded because, or, or uh, you were just angry. Yeah, I mean, I felt I was angry. I think I called you very angry because yeah, yeah. the guest had included me in his return criticism. But had yeah. he actually listened to the segment, I didn't say a damn thing. And yeah. uh, I was nothing but supportive of all so, your guests and stuff like that. You no, know, yeah. I that, just want to extend a hand of peace and Olive Branch, if you will. But there was a misunderstanding that, Absolutely. But I just got to say, I can you know. personally attest you've been nothing but supportive. I can personally attest that both of you have been nothing but supportive to the show. Um, it was a fun moment for Jeff and I to have on air, and it got it, it, it was a prior guest who kind of took offense. Um, and, but I, I trust if all of you were to get in the same room, you've, you'd love him just as much as I love him, too. Oh, yeah, no, I don't. Uh, no. I would imagine that. In fact, there hasn't been anybody on your show that I wouldn't think that I wouldn't yeah. get along in the same room at all. It's yeah, just, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you could. I don't know if you could take Megan Finley uh, for too long, though. <laughs> I, I think you, you, you two might end up in a fist fight. Really? 
<laughs> no, no. Megan Finley seems like a great person. In fact, uh, she's extended her uh, service to me as an ear, yeah. uh, female perspective, but it's all hinged on me getting down to you guys to visit. Yeah, now I want to talk a little bit about that. Matt, did the number one, did you brought up that controversy. Are we okay with that? Jeff, you okay there? I am fine. You, you want to take any shots back? You're more than welcome. Okay, Miss uh, the the <laughs> nice gentleman who uh, uh, made your comment. Yeah, the the wonderful one about his uh, wonderful. You know uh, what, what the he, he was oh, fine. Good. Yeah, he was fine. God dang it! <laughs> I am not a radio personality. I just That's am fine. not. That's okay. fine. Yeah, but I also know Jeff that you are you love to uh, you love to take on uh, chips on your shoulder and you love to get mm -hmm. back. You love to get back. You're a great retaliator. I say that with respect. <laughs> going back to your high school days, uh, right? Mailboxes and all that kind of good stuff. Um, so yeah, it's property damage <laughs> rather than actual <laughs> locks, <laughs> locking people in their compounds and whatnot. There. The last time we guys talked to you, talked to you, and you Matt, you Matt, you mentioned coming down. Uh, there was a little bit of a malaise in the hometown. There, we're, we're approaching. We were approaching our 20 year high school reunion. Um, you guys were were t you wanted to podcast. Uh, you wanted to get up, uh, uh, get up off your couches and do some things, um, and I'm I'm, I'm here to kind of check in because I know I've got a lot of listeners out there who follow your stories last time, and they they want to know Matty D and Wires Monfu if they uh, what, what's going on up there, and and Matt, we need to get you down here to kind of get you drunk and liven up a bit, right? Am I wrong? <laughs> well well, let's well, let's uh, start a little bit about. Uh, let's start first about uh, the podcast. Have I gotten yeah. a step closer to that? The answer is no. Um, the I really haven't. In fact, the last time we talked to you, I can't remember. Did I have these microphones or not? So that might be the only difference is that I did invest yeah, in a yeah. couple of very expensive microphones with the intent of uh, if I wasn't going to podcast, I was definitely going to look mm -hmm. into voice acting, maybe doing some commercial work, maybe uh, a, a cartoon voice, something, something to you know collect royalties for the rest of my life, so I don't <laughs> have to wake up at five fifteen in the morning every day. Um, which I not, you know, I'm not saying anything bad about that. Cause I actually like getting up early and I like having a job. So, uh, you know, but no, uh, so no, I haven't gotten any step closer. Ken actually mm -hmm. doing anything. Uh, I gotta be honest with you and I'll be honest with my friend Jeff here, but he is one of the least, <laughs> he's one of the least motivated people to be around. <laughs> what the hell? And, and you know, so you can just die in rotten hell. Okay. Do you know what this idiot did? Yeah. Hey, tell me, tell me. Okay. I want to get into this. I want to get in a podcast. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to buy some more toys. He bought some more freaking airplanes. Yeah. He, he bought a little toy monorail, you know, and it's like, okay. Monorail, let's, let's... monorail, monorail. All right, Jeff, I, you know, this is an audio. We're releasing this in an audio-only podcast on Apps Like Files right. on iTunes. But I, I, we, we both have camera going right now here on Skype, right. and I can see behind you a lot of nice toys. We got a uh, we got yeah. a okay, stop, tri lot of tribute to 9-11. Guys, we got stop. Planes. I'm, I'm sorry. Let me, let me rephrase that. Toys. Inanimate it, objects that serve no purpose but decoration. No, because it, How about it, that? it conjures up an image of... Uh, of me that I stopped. Well, you, you don't call your action figures toys, do you, Ken? Uh, no, I, I do actually sometimes. Oh, you do? I think just, <laughs> you today, just today on I mean, the set of Jedi Alliance, I turned to, to Maud Garrett, my co-host, and I pointed yeah. to one of them and I said, this is my favorite Star Wars toy I've, I've gotten 30 years of collecting. Talking about well, a biker scout. Not, they're not toys. And just for new audience members who aren't familiar with what I'm collecting here, mm -hmm. I just collect uh, die-cast aviation uh, reminiscing uh, retro airliners from the 50s, 60s, and the 70s. Mm -hmm. You also got your baseball stadiums. I have a yeah. I have a whole collection of uh, 
modern baseball stadiums, uh, all of them with the exception of a couple. And uh, so these aren't toys because believe me, each one averages about $200 yeah. there and then the die cast. So they're not toys. I just want to make that clear. Mm -hmm. um, it's collectibles. I get it. They're definitely adult collectibles. But and yeah, they're, they're adult collectibles. <laughs> well, that's a little I'm different. Being, <laughs> I'm being overtaken by them. Yes. Um, because it's an addiction. Um, but I worry, uh, I do but Matt, I worry because we talk often about your, your quest for love. And I just don't know if you're bringing a woman back to your home to entertain her. Right. Uh -huh. She wanders in this room, which usually you have locked behind a door, and she sees a bunch of these uh, collectors. She's going to ask you, you know, if your grandpa's staying at the house. I, I want to, you know, it's uh, my we, sanctuary here. So yeah, so I, lock that no door. Dungeon. No, I do lock it, and it's my it's my inner sanctum in here. It's uh, peaceful. I like to mm -hmm. I like to just kind of sit in here and uh, uh, I meditate a little bit. I, I'm starting to meditate a little bit. And, yeah, that's um, good. That's I, good. That's good to hear. Yeah, I'm getting new age on you, and. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, I, I come in here and listen to uh, to music, and, and part again. I mean, this is kind of sort of rehashing, but I mean, it, it's kind of my whole thing. I'm an old yeah. soul. Your audience needs to know that, and um, I'm finding at 38 now, which I just mm -hmm. recently turned. Uh, um, it's becoming very detrimental to me from a psychological standpoint. I'm almost to the point that I want to just give up completely on the prospect of finding uh, a soulmate. I don't think it's possible anymore. Uh, look, um, I, and, I, and, I, I'm going to stop you there for a second. Uh, only mm -hmm. because I, I don't disagree. I don't, I, I disagree with it overall. I don't think you should give up, but, but I understand. I sympathize. I empathize. I should say. And well, you, I mean, yeah, go my ahead. story is, my story is, 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 is you know, I, I'm not, look, it sucks for me because I'm humble enough to know that some guy got told today that he's got six months to live. So who the fuck am I to complain? Right. So right. I, I, I kind of keep that attitude. And uh, a lot of people, I mean, we, we I mean, it's, it's kind of funny how, how the podcasting and my love life all come together because it has in the last two months been a horrible last couple of months for yeah. me. Um, and, uh, it wasn't yeah. really a love life thing, but it was definitely a relationship pers uh, pursuit that I was after for like the last year and a half. It culminated into something extremely ugly on ugly, the happiest yeah. place on earth, Disneyland <laughs> of all places. I mean, on the Disney property, which involved I mean, Disney security and Anaheim uh, PD, right? That's correct, sir. <laughs> uh, I'm not laughing so, at you. Just no. Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> it's a horrible, horrible, horrible oh, thing that I'm man. reliving all the time. In about yeah. six, seven weeks removed now, I'm getting a little bit better. But I'm telling you, that took an emotional hit. That was an emotional fastball. I called you, mm -hmm. Ken, and, and, you know, you uh, and, and I'm. Uh, I mean, you could tell. I don't care. You could tell people. Oh, I don't. You, but you, you were the most stressed situation, uh, an anxiety-ridden situation I've been. Your anxiety had taken over, and you know we can get the conversation at a bit of a, a serious note there. I mean, you, you, uh, um, anxiety is a very serious thing that I think often we overlook as as as, as a people, like depression. It, it's kind of in the same ballpark where you know, like you said, well, that's a good. It's a good frame. Perspective's a good thing. Hey, I'm not the guy getting diagnosed with cancer today. I'm not. I'm not in Afghanistan on the front lines. I'm not this. I'm not that. But it does. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't help to over overlook what you're dealing with. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I mean, I'm not I, a preachy guy, Ken. I'm I'm spiritual. I believe in a higher power. So yeah. it kind of sucks to wake up in the morning and kind of feel like that higher power doesn't like you or something or doesn't or, or is, <laughs> at least his staff has something against me. You know, um, it's like uh, and I but I refuse to pray for uh, personal benefit. Um, people tell me, well, pray, pray, pray. Mm -hmm. and, and it's like, no, 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 that's not what you should use it for. You know, I don't want to use it for myself. God, God is not an ATM machine. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm not. Mm. I'm not. I'm not going to ask God to bring somebody so I could bang them. But I mean, essentially, is what, I mean, well, but essentially is what it what it's turning into. Um, <laughs> but no, God, at 38, man. at 38 years old, I'm. Uh, I yeah, I'm learning. I'm learning about myself. Uh, uh-huh. uh, things I've dealt with all my life, and anxiety happens to be one of them. It's uh, something that I just assumed was normal. Didn't even think to mention it. Um, right. Oh, but so, so you're, I, you're saying, sorry to interrupt you, it, it's hard on Skype sometimes. We're not in the same no, room. I might cut you it's off fine. a few times. I apologize. But So you're saying you didn't even, so when you're going through some of these these anxiety crunches and things going on that you didn't even associate it with a bad problem? You just, just kind of... It just kind of was the way it was. This is the way it is. This is, uh, I never thought anything about it. Uh, I just felt I'm uncomfortable for a reason and, and uh, I don't know why, Hmm. but that's just part of life. Um, You know, everybody gets nervous. I I suppose I figured. And, uh, but this was more than just being nervous. Um, Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, so the question is, has it gotten progressively worse um, in time? Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I, I go, uh, maybe so. I'm, uh, on the relationship front, I think I've had a fever pitch as far as anxiety goes, uh, being 38, really Mm. coming to that point. It's not a midlife crisis, but it's a, it's a midlife, uh, let's, uh, let's have a retrospective TV show about it. And (laughs) I, I can't even get you to like the first commercial break, at least in my opinion, I don't feel like I have a lot to show for myself. Um, and so, uh, that's not to say that I don't think I'm a talented person in certain aspects. Uh, you know, I'm right. a, I'm a hard, I'm a hard worker. I got a great work ethic. I'm a kind person. I'm, I'm good to animals. I'm good at all this stuff. But, um, <laughs> but, uh, I, but I do, I do put a lot of uh, credence, a lot of weight, um, into life, uh, but in a life that is filled with uh, love and expression of love with someone that wants to return it and to go through so much, uh, bad luck and, and, and running into so many, um, not bad people, just things that haven't worked out, but not to have that one little nugget, you know, that one little nugget that you can nibble on for a while. And if it gets you a few years of yeah. fun and experience yeah. and okay, if it doesn't work fine, I can't even get to the coffee shop anymore. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's how bad it is. And it didn't used to be this bad. So, well, I don't know. You go ahead, Jeff. Well, I think as you're getting older, it's you know it's becoming more of a situation where you know I don't want to say that you're becoming more desperate, but it's like you you, you want you're trying to you know you're trying to get yourself more anxiety. It's like oh it's got to happen. It's got to happen tomorrow. It's got to happen tomorrow. I don't got much time left, and oh my god, we have to have to get the you know the wife and the two and a half kids and the picket fence now. Now, yeah, now. I don't know about you, but this this, you know, this, this upper thirties thing kind of just hit me all of a sudden. Um, yeah. recently, uh, it was like kaboom. Hey, you're in your late thirties now. Um, I don't know why that was, you know, why I stopped counting my birthdays after 30, you know? So I'm always confused about how old I really am. Uh, uh, in fact, I thought I was 39 this year, but then my family corrected me and said, no, you're actually 38, but but no, it, it, it hit me all of a sudden like, okay, um, I, I, I look at things in, in increments of time, uh, you know, 10 year increments, 20 year increments, uh, uh, look how fast, um, I mean, I remember so vividly. Maybe it's because I have a vivid memory. I, I, I remember things in such details, so it, it kind of, um, I don't know, it has a more of an impact on my mind. Like, I, 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 I could remember vividly going to see the movie Back to the Future. And 85, right? That, yeah. 85. Mm-hmm. And I remember where I saw it, the Fremont Theater in San Luis Obispo, California, and I'm with my father. And, and I remember it so vividly. Mm-hmm. And then and, and it seems like not too long ago, but then, you know, you do all the math in between the time, and then you realize that, oh, holy gosh, it's just, it's 
everything's going by so fast. And I'm wondering, does it go by slower if you're with someone who, who wants to be with you or, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I don't know. I've, I've been in a few long terms here and uh, no, it, it, it goes by, um, goes by I just mean, as fast. Yeah. Or, yeah or I mean, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to come across as the, uh, as a desperate person. I'm not, um, but well, Jeff, want, is, Jeff, want, Jeff is right in one sense yeah. that, that in my in my eagerness to see something happen, I'm letting my guard down. I'm not I'm not uh, I'm not resisting where I should resist, and I'm not picking up red flags where I that, should, or at least soon enough. That, mm-hmm. That's exactly. I wanted to touch on what Moody, Moody said because uh, desperation is kind of a negative connotation. It has a negative connotation. It's kind of a bad word. Desperate, desperate, desperate. Uh, your situation, Matt, it's more of a long term frustration that boils over into clouding your judgment, and and there is kind of a pressure that we can either put on ourselves or that society can put on us. So when you're out there finding love, and I know I have a lot of listeners out there, whether it be a little bit younger or older, or maybe they're coming out of divorce and a little bit older, uh, that pressure does breed some desperation, which, like you said, you red flags. This situation we can't get into too in detail that you dealt with uh, over the last few months, if not the last couple of years. But Jeff and I saw some red flags, too, that we I believe mm-hmm. told you about it. If we didn't, we didn't do you a service as a friend. Um, and you, you wanted to shoot past them. Does that come from, did that come from that point of frustration that you're like, no, let's just get her done. Let's get this on. Well, you know, I'm not looking for an exact clone of myself. So when I sure. run into differences, I'm willing to adapt to them. I want to explore them. I want to learn from them. Um, it's funny. I was listening to one of your shows yesterday on the road and you mm-hmm. guys were t- talking about, about you, uh, uh, you were talking about not being, uh, uh, you know, the, the 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 whimsical yes man for everything that the woman wants. Uh, sure. you, uh, you you guys were talking about that. Um, you know, don't say yes to everything she she says. And I'm, not, <laughs> I'm trying to remember I'm, the exact episode, lest I sound like I'm some man who says get in the kitchen. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I can't. Was no, it? The, no, you talking you, about the Joe Ruggiero episode? Talking about the yeah, yeah. I think, I think it was Joe. Yeah, yeah, I think it was Joe's show. And um, and. Uh, it's you know, I I guess to answer your question, I go uh, the the, the oh, here's the deal. Oh, you know, I'm not a big avid alcohol drinker. I I I, I yeah. you know I'll and I'll indulge socially on occasion. And you mm-hmm. <laughs> we can go into the reunion a little bit. That was oh, like, I do want to talk uh, about the reunion. We'll, yeah. we'll talk about that. But so <laughs> oh dear God, this person I was with, we just had okay. It doesn't even go into alcohol so much, but let's just say that every time I was with her, there was she would drink a, a, a considerable amount of alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, and what uh, what this ended up being uh, to me was uh, a situation where I don't, don't know if she actually remembered much of what I said <laughs> at all. Um, the, the 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 thing that happened is uh, she came by my uh, my house here and, and picked me up at my driveway. It was her first time that I ever told her where. I lived. And uh, the first big thing step. she says out of her mouth, yeah, big, big step. Um, and I was actually kind of injured and I couldn't drive. So that's why I had to have her do it at that time. I didn't want her to come in or anything, but she comes in and she says, uh, she didn't come in. I met her in her car and she says, uh, you know, uh, I, I thought you lived in an apartment <laughs> and I, I know that doesn't sound like a big deal, but that was a big deal to me because we had like a whole like 45 minute hour conversation about where I live. Uh, what, you know, it was a home and how many rooms I had. Why do you have this many rooms? How much are you paying for? Why are you paying for it? You know, that kind of thing. We had this whole conversation. But so it's like she wasn't she obviously didn't listen. And maybe that's just one mistake, but it goes way beyond that. It just goes that she was so 
self-consumed with herself. Every time we were together, there was like an 80-20 component in her favor talking about herself, uh, talking about her day, her thyroid, her job, whatever it be. Uh, and I'm and I'm and I'm sitting there and I'm trying to see things through. I want things to work. So yes, I sat there and I listened to it. I'm a good listener. I'm a good conversationalist. I you know so I'm listening and listening and I'm thinking, okay, my time will come. She'll start to want to ask questions. She'll want to know about me a little bit. Red flag. <laughs> time, time really never came. <laughs> never came. Um, she never, never laughed. Came, but yeah, but you know me enough to know that my social c- circle has shrunk. And considerably, so, yes. It's a, I think consider, that's one of the problems, yes. No, it's a huge problem. It's a huge problem. And so, um, you know, so it's not like I could just, well, I guess I could just uh, back away and just deal with somebody else. But that act of going out, the act of just socializing was healthy. Mm-hmm. It was good for me to do that. And, and so I didn't want to, like, totally give that up. Meanwhile, you know, I'm attracted to this person. Uh, and and I and uh, I I put in the time. I put in the conversation uh, a little bit. It started the turn where she was a little bit more interested, but never enough. Never to that that feeling like God. If I was like if I was a better looking guy, or if I had a thicker wallet in my pants, or something like that. You know, I I always felt, and maybe that's just an insecurity on my my end. I I think that I get. I get the shitty conversation. I get the. I always get the conversation from women that they talk about their uh, homeowners association. I don't get panty talk. I get homeowner association talk. I get. I got to pick up the kids for the. P, you know, I got to do the PTA thing. I get that. That parental. I'm in the the the, the routine of being. I, I don't get the panty talk. I don't get the dirty talk. I don't get the flirtation. <laughs> it never happens to me. And so at that, so, you, you know, never get the panty talk. Yeah, I, w- I want to put the word panty talk into the lexicon. I don't. I, <laughs> I'm not quite sure well, I mean, I, officially what that what, is, but I get well, it. No, you know, at some point you would have some flirtation uh, going on. You know, whether it be sexual or sure, you know, sure, you know sure, but, sure. but none of that chemistry. happened. None sexual of that chemistry. Happened. Sexual mm-hmm. chemistry, and there just none of that happened. And uh, you know, and as we look, we did three rounds where we had real big fights and but yeah. you know the, the deal is is that i mean you know me and i know myself jeff knows me i mean i may be a lot of things but uh i'm not someone who deserved what i got at disneyland at 3 a.m on a you know Especially early sunday morning if it yeah. had been nuts yeah. berry farm we might have been okay <laughs> yeah i don't yeah. deserve that um you know and look bottom line is is that uh it, it 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 didn't work i held on way too long that is my fault i get that but at the same mm-hmm. time in my defense to a degree she did always leave a little gray area never really uh, firmly told me you know one way or another until this night <laughs> at Disneyland. well it and, seems though i'm not this is don't take this as defending her it seems though what mm-hmm. and, and and you mentioned it there was drinking involved and kids uh moderation is key unless you're hanging out with me on a saturday night um it seems as though there were through some of the alcohol drove home you you weren't getting that definitive answer that you wanted and uh needed really so you Need pushed it. it. You pushed it, mm-hmm. fueled probably by a little uh, daiquiri, whatever you were uh, yeah, you uh, know, drinking. Uh, yeah, and it was funny. I mean, yeah, I was definitely inebriated. However, uh, I got to, you know, if I'm going to be honest about it, yeah. she was way in it more than I was at this time. And uh, so, yeah, I did push it. And I don't, uh, I don't, need, I, I don't need, I don't I want to clarify. I don't necessarily mean that as a bad thing either. It's understandable. No, you, you, I, you I, kind I of needed, wanted to know. I needed to know. I needed to know. And I, I wanted to know why. And I, I gave her the reason 
reasons I suspected, and um, she wouldn't she wouldn't acknowledge uh, th- as those being the reasons. And uh, 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 but I, I mm-hmm. in my heart I know uh, I don't I don't think I'm an attractive person, Ken. And, and so self image uh, is, is an issue. Well, right. and I've well, done everything no. I can. To Hold fix on. It. Let's give and, yourself but, let's give yourself uh, some credit here. You over the last year or so have lost uh, nearly eighty pounds. Mm-hmm. Right? No, I, I I did do that. Uh, yeah, I, I I've lost yeah like seventy five pounds. I met my weight goal, and uh, yeah, no, I've done a lot of self improvement, and, and I you know maintaining that, and I'm doing weight a little bit of weight conditioning now, so I'm doing all that. So uh, you know, I want to talk about that for a moment though, because I think it yeah. ties into other things. Um, yeah. Look, I talk about this with, with Joe Ruggiero, my guest in episode fifty one, and you got you said you had, you commiserated with him a bit on some of his bad luck with women and and this and that. Um, there's a guy who put who went out and lost a lot of a lot of weight too. No, he actually didn't need to you didn't either you know it's not like you, you oh know. yes i did well but <laughs> yes. but you know what i mean it, it wasn't some um no it medical wasn't, reason it wasn't, it wasn't like you're gonna have to get a forklift and break down a yeah wall. no yeah. it, it was because you wanted to and same with joe and joe went out and de- it still to this day he's running marathons and dedicated himself to that but maybe finds himself uh finds uh, lacking uh the drive to dedicate himself to some other change you've done something a lot of people can't do i struggle to lose 10 pounds when i need to you go over the course healthy uh over the course of a year lose 75 pounds or more actually it was more than a year right yeah just just shy of two just shy of two so you set yourself uh, for those goals you hit it you're looking great um how how come number one how come that's not uh, giving you uh, a boost of confidence you know it's so funny you mentioned that because um i i uh, I I don't get repulsed when I look at myself naked in the mirror in the morning. Let's just put it that way. That's hot. Um, That's right. No, I don't. I, I I see improvement. I see. Uh, you know. I, I see. Yeah, that that can make it to. Uh, you know, the that can make it to vivid. But um, <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> but I don't. Nothing like that. But no. But no. I. I Ken, it's yeah. it, it's the confidence. It. it, it I just. I, I'm. I'm very humble. I never. I don't take. Uh, I don't take compliments very well. I've never mm-hmm. really, I've always been a guy that could take the criticism and learn from that. But you give me a compliment. Yeah. Nice. Thank you. Wave goodbye and all that. But I, you know, mm-hmm. I'm a little shy. I'm very shy. Um, I don't know. Confidence. Is that, is that, it, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, I like the fact that I, I like the fact that I, I am not 75 pounds. Well, I, I know you're proud of it. I know you're proud of it. Uh, and it, it's something that's hard to do. Uh, you should be proud of it. Um, I'm just wondering, I guess, look, there's a fine line between ego and confidence, uh, but I don't think you're going to go into ego if you just take some credit for what you wouldn't accomplish to do. And, and you're not going to throw that, you know, you're not going to go to a bar and be like, hey, nice to meet you. My name's Matt. I lost 75 pounds. But <laughs> it's like I talk about with Joe. He's accomplished something other people haven't done with, hey, I'm going to run a marathon. Oh, now I've run like seven and I've lost 50 pounds in the process. Um, most I can't do that. Most people can't go out and do that. For you to say, hey, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do it the right way. Take, take my time. Not going to do any tricks. I'm just going to eat right, exercise, and get to where I want to be because it's where I want to be. That, well, should, that, should, that should springboard you, I thought, I, I thought, internally. It's not so much externally like you get a reward for it and women suddenly start showing up uh you still need to work on you know we all need to work on things individually but that i was hoping that would springboard you into a better future with the ladies 
Yeah, well, and, and quite honestly, I haven't really put myself out there because I've been concentrating on this, you know, failure sure. for the last year and a half. So, uh, so that's part of it. But again, it goes to my social circle. I turn to the gentleman to my right, your left, um, that does not want to go out. This does is not want fault. to. Yeah. This, well, no, well, it's not his fault, but it's definitely. It, it, it is. I don't have. I don't have a circle of friends up here that says let's go right. out and let's socialize and let's drink. I mean, I just saw. So, so I'm. I'm not one to go to a, a, a restaurant by myself, you know, so I don't like to eat chicks, alone. Right, right, right. Well, so that, that, you're not going to pick them up at the Denny's by yourself there, but no, or no, Applebee's. Actually, yeah. Well, but, but, okay, Jeff, answer that then. Is, is this on you? Yes, it is on me too. Um, oh, okay. The problem, the, it is, it is on me. Cause I, you know, I should be a lot more outgoing it, over and I will admit this. I, I, Matt's right. I am a lot less motivated than I usually, you know, usually was. Mm-hmm. And, and, the, but the other thing too, it seems to me like the whole dating scene, you know, you have to go out to bars, you have to drink, you have to go to these bars at horrible ACDC covers that you can't hear <laughs> it, you know, or, or, you, you know, you have to smoke the dope you go or something like that. What's, what's smoke the dope? What's smoke, <laughs> smoke the dope. Yeah, that's stupid. No, he's right though, to a degree. Um, no, but can I mean, honestly, yeah. I, look, yeah. I'm going to, I'll, I'll give you everything. Right. Yeah. I've been, you know, uh, six, seven years ago. I'm not trying to cut you off. But you, you could add to that. <laughs> but six, seven years ago, um, I, I got immensely depressed. Uh, you've yeah. talked about, you've, you've talked about uh, issues, uh, you know, dealings yeah. with, with depression uh, leading to very dark, dark times. Yeah. I ran into a, a couple of those uh, five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was basically just being unemployed, uh, you know, through well, no fault of my own, but it was also basically being forced out of a, uh, uh, a career that I had loved, which was radio broadcasting radio, and right. coming to knowing in my head logically that there's no way I could have stayed in it because of the money. But, but mm-hmm. damn it, that's what I learned. And that damn it, that's what I was good at. And now you're yeah. telling me that my talents are no good in this world. And now I, you know, I'm going to be forced to, uh, do something I don't necessarily want to do for the rest of my life. When, when, yeah. when, why mm-hmm. am I entitled to, to, get what i want you know sure. i'm not so i understood it but it was a big hit. it was a big hit to uh to be told that you you did great in radio you were a great voice you had great news presence whatever whatever and then not to be able to do it not to be able to make a living that sucked that really that bothered me i think and that's so legitimate just, that's a legitimate feeling yeah yeah it shot my confidence to to no end it was a horrible experience to 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 to, to deal with that accepted and no one could understand it. Uh, you mentioned that in that episode about depression, how um, how it's well intentioned, but it's still uh, it's still well intentioned, but it's naiveness uh, coming from people when they say just get over it or you know take a couple days and you'll get over it. We'll and right. go do something else. It's not that easy. <laughs> it's not that easy. I yeah. I uh, I'm I am my harshest critic. I'm very hard on myself. Uh, people know this about me, but I'll, yeah. So that but so in the midst of five six years, Ken, I mean, mm-hmm. you you've noticed that um, my my. Um, my lifestyle has changed as far as like uh, having people over, having people yeah. over for company and doing things. I, I stopped doing that. I, uh, I I cocoon myself to my master bedroom, which is like the only television I have now. Yeah, is in that room. Yeah, even and your so living I, your living room's not active as a living room anymore. It's, barren. it's all barren. Yeah. So um, and then then that kind of enters this whole <laughs> collectible room that we're in. <laughs> this is that that became like a, this this thing. I'm I'm amusing myself with this addiction or whatever, mm-hmm. collecting, collecting, collecting. Um, and it almost became like a hoarder situation though. Um, 
Um, I, and, and no, I, no. about three or four years ago, I realized that I got, I got too much. I started too many projects and stopped them. And now everything in my life is a disarray. Yeah. And, uh, thank God, uh, I, I, I ended up getting a, a, a job and, uh, uh, got a, a very good job actually. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, yes, decent money and I get the benefits and the vacation, all that stuff. So everything, everything kind of turned good in that. It wasn't in broadcasting. It wasn't anything I have a passion for, right. but okay, I'm working. That's good. And it was a good foundation. But meanwhile, um, uh, my energy level was was so bad that I would uh, come home at three or four in the afternoon and I would just sleep and mm-hmm. and I would just sleep, 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 sleep. And and then finally I got online and I read that this is all depression stuff that you're, yeah. you, you know, you, and, and I I lost, you know, a friend, uh, you know, all these friends that were around me, I never thought would ever go away. They went away uh, through whatever reason, mm-hmm. disloyalty. Potential pedophile? I don't know. I mean, what moved else? to LA, but, mm-hmm. but you know, they're, they're, or they all moved. <laughs> hey, I left in '98. <laughs> no, you did. No, but you know what I'm saying. And so, um, so I, in, in a way, I, I, I felt like uh, I, I am alone, and I don't mm-hmm. like to burden anybody with any of my issues. So I was very quiet about it. I just dealt with it myself. Well, you know, finally, I just. You know, you could only hold it in for so long, and um, and, and so finally, I just uh, you know there was kind of moments where I started snapping just at various people, really for no reason. It's right. like, where is all this anger? Where's all this tension coming from? So, um, yeah, three or four years ago, I realized I'm heavy. I don't feel good about myself. I'm I'm, I'm sweating just taking an average stroll. I can't tie my shoe bending over without having a damn near heart attack. Uh, you know, so I got to fix that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i miss the broadcasting so i say well let's do a podcast so it's three plus years later i haven't done anything mm-hmm. but the good news is the mm-hmm. good news is um that i have made uh, serious strides on a lot of fronts and i uh, it's safe to say that light is at the end of the tunnel uh mm-hmm. but uh and that's why i it, it comes it brings us up to our reunion a couple months ago right. because that was where it felt like I could kind of shine a little bit. I could, uh, I, I've lost the weight. I'm kind of getting my mojo back, if you will. Right. Let's showcase it. Let's showcase it. Let's meet, let's meet some old friends and, you know, let's see, uh, let's make some new friends too. And um, so, you know, we have the reunion, but I tell you what, it's typical Maddie D story. All of a sudden, I got like five fastballs right after that just thrown at me and it just knocked yep. me out. Uh, creatively, I can't do anything right now because I lost the the production computer that makes that happen. So I've been without a, a production computer for like two months. Everybody said, well, just go to Best Buy and buy one. Well, it's not that easy. I got to buy a beefy machine to do video work. All this has cost thousands of dollars. And Ken, I'm at that crossroads where it's like, okay, before I, I have the money, it's mm-hmm. ready to go. I could spend it. I can go do it right now. But the problem is, is that the confidence uh, isn't quite there yet. Uh, or mm-hmm. it's, it's, a, it's too much of a gamble, in other words. Do I want to spend thousands of dollars on the hope that I'm going to do something in video production or, or voice acting or whatever, or podcasting? Right. So basically, if I do it, it's going to be because it's a hobby, not because it's a, a smart business decision. Yeah, and, nice. uh, and, and, and we mentioned the barren living room. Well, you know, I'd like to maybe spend a few thousand dollars and get that furnished up, get a nice t- television up there, a little surround sound system up there, and then invite 
people over for movies. So it's kind of like I got to pick and choose my priorities right now. And that's kind of why I'm still on the sidelines. But meanwhile, while I'm on the sidelines, I've, mm-hmm. I've taken care of a lot of things. I've, I've taken a health hit as far as uh, finding out that I have insanely high blood pressure, like uh, hypertension level two, maybe even level one to a point. Yeah. No um, so, yeah. So I was, you know, I'm, I'm literally in the doctor's office and I'm, and I'm getting angry at her. The, mm-hmm. the not, you know, I'm just jokingly worth her saying, are you telling me that I've lost 75 pounds? I've done everything right. And you're telling me now that I've got this towering monstrous blood pressure deal. And she says, yeah, you know, oh, give Colonel. me some blood and urine and I'll confirm it for you. Well, she did. Mm-hmm. And so basically yeah. that's what I'm dealing with now. Um, and it's anxiety, mm-hmm. stress, all that kind it's of combined all, uh, has a lot to do with it so it's all the gunk in life but i want to break it back down a little bit and, and talk about we talk about depression and things that bring it on you mentioned the isolation and you've mentioned a few times here lack of friend group so you know to those in my audience and, and losing your job which is a sense of identity uh whether you love the job or not i have, I have people out there who write me uh on, on the facebook page uh, the knapsack files page uh asking hey man i you know i've lost my job and i feel that you talked openly about depression what were some of the things you did to work through it uh number one i say find a good therapist but if you can't afford that find some good friends so so matt how how have you gone around trying to correct the isolation Uh, have you worked towards that how do at at 38 i know most of our friends are married or the friends up there so it's hard it is hard to plug in with married friends uh when you're still single but it's the it's an option um how are you working on that end of depression to to heal that side of it well you you mentioned the isolation of being unemployed and when i was unemployed for about a year and a half Mm -hmm. And I hated it. Oh, I hated it. The only time I would ever feel relatively normal about it was on a Sunday because I figured everybody else was off too and wasn't working that day. That's And so I only felt normal on Sundays. Um, but it, mm-hmm. it was horrible. I, 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 I didn't lounge around so much. Um, I didn't watch television all that much. I, I, I slept. I slept quite a bit. Yeah. And then I would try to go walk and i did the stupid thing where i got so lonely that i even i even tried to go on dates and i actually did which was a huge mistake because of going to a date being unemployed and being as honest as i am um and i'll tell you can i tell you something so stupid that i did i was down to my last like four thousand dollars okay and there was a gal. There was a gal that uh, that I got to talking to on Facebook, who was a an, an avid photographer, and um, and I was trying to get into still photography more and more. And I thought, gee, I'll 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 uh, I'll really try to impress this girl, not tell her that I'm unemployed, down to my last few thousand. Let's go and buy buy a twelve hundred dollar lens and bring oh it to the coffee, God. and I'm going to meet her. That's what I did. Mm-hmm. Stupid, absolutely stupid. You know, it worked Jeff, out. Jeff, when you're hearing this, are you, is the word what, what words come to your mind? Desperation? Yes, pretty much desperation. <laughs> I mean, to buy a, a lens just for you know, not even a sure thing, just just to have it included in the conversation. And you, you, you know, well, but it, it wasn't just for her. But I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I honestly obviously. felt like it was like my it was like the one it, thing it was your in. It was, for, my, it was my yeah. out though. My one way to escape to get out, right. enjoy fresh air, go mm-hmm. walk, go take pictures, get your mind off things. But right. damn it, Ken, yeah. when I'm in that state i can't enjoy anything and that's why that disneyland thing uh experience from about seven eight weeks ago was so bad because um it was it was it was a horrible experience and i'll, I'll give the brief of it all was is we agreed to part ways uh and go our own direction we totally agreed on it um but the last request i had of her 
was, please at least let me walk you to your hotel because you are in very bad shape. I want to make sure you got home safe. And she absolutely did not want to uh, do that, allow me to do that. And um, so as I'm following her down these streets of uh, Anaheim, downtown Anaheim, the Disney Walk, whatever you call it. Yeah, downtown um, Disney, yeah. It got to a point where she, it just got belligerent. People are running in the traffic, and I'm like, can't be responsible for this. So it, it, she's telling people that I'm stalking her. She's telling people that I'm uh, following her and that I'm dangerous. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I said, okay, I'm protecting myself. I'm calling the police right now. So you and called the cops on her. So that's what I did. I called the police. And I said, here's where I am. Here's where we are. I just want someone to make sure that she gets back. And that's all. I wanted to do. And uh, meanwhile, uh, mm-hmm. security comes, takes care of it. And then in the end, you know, they actually called me back and thanked me for doing what I did. Um, you know, the gentleman to the bitter end, even though I hated her so much for what she did and, 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 and putting me in legal jeopardy, by the way, uh, I didn't deserve that. I really did not deserve that. I was so immensely hurt. And then the, the the happiness of Disneyland trying to make you feel good at every turn was the most horrific experience for the rest of that weekend. I hated it. Ken, I'm telling you, everything from the menu with the stupid mouse smiling next to the pancakes yeah. that you could order to the music to the to every it, 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 Disney was trying to do its job. But here I'm in such this depressive state uh to a point that i my anxiety was through the roof i wanted to get out but i couldn't because i was there on business i couldn't just get out and go it was the most horrific experience and i i was, it was so horrible i literally lost like six pounds uh oh, God, that because if i just well yeah, <laughs> yeah, stress, yeah stress and depression got me through the finish line on that but no bottom line is yeah uh, uh isolation um uh yeah so so from the point of uh getting my job back uh but i I lost, I lost friends because of whatever disloyalty, where they go do their own thing. People change. They go their own way. How do I deal with it? Um, I guess I'm not dealing with it all that well anymore uh-huh. um, because uh, uh, I hate the weekend. Uh, um, because when the weekends come, uh, there's, there's really nothing to do. I, I don't team, And so I'm trying to do more things. Uh, by myself, but at 38, it's like I don't want to. I don't know how to find new circles of friends. I don't have any creative partnerships anymore that used to be. Um, there's no venues for that anymore. So it's yeah, it's kind of a problem. I'm worried about it. Um, I'm a nice guy. I'm plenty nice to, to be around with. But look, I always had a small circle of friends, even in high school. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it would be you and about maybe a dozen other people that I would literally you know, go out with and go to each other's houses. I didn't, yeah. you know, but I was well known. I'm still well known by a lot of people. Everybody knows me, you, but you, you um, just don't make those connections. Yeah. I get you. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, uh, yeah. And so that's kind of why I guess I always told myself, well, just, just find your soulmate and you'll and be happy with just that. I wish I would. I yeah, probably, yeah, would. but that's, that's dangerous. No, that's, dangerous. I, that's fair. No, it's putting, yeah. it's putting, it's putting too much credence on one person. One and yeah. I totally, I totally agree. What would changing gear slightly? What, what would your idea of a successful date be at this point? Because you've had a lot of unsuccessful dates, some that have ended with the Anaheim Police Department. But but what <laughs> uh, what now at 38 with all this stuff going on in your head, you meet a nice woman. How does it end successfully? Just one date. Yeah, uh, no, I mean, I just uh, – <laughs> I think what it is is um, uh, I, I I'm very simple uh, with the with the first date. Quite honestly, it's always just you know coffee and maybe a walk or window shopping or something like that. You know, and it's and I'm a good conversationalist. And but what I'm finding out is that um, I'm 
too good of a conversation. You know, somebody at the reunion mm-hmm. told me that uh, they think that I'm intimidating based on the fact that you, you like, they think I'm this genius. They think I'm very smart. <laughs> and they think that because I'm, I'm not laughing at the, I'm it's, not laughing at the notion no, that you're is, smart. I'm just no, <laughs> But it is, it is a laughable notion. I'm not, I'm not a smart guy at all. I'm a, uh-huh. no, I'm a, an idiot. But the point is, is that, uh, you know, through broadcasting, I can hold a conversation. I can get things out of people sure. and I genuinely like, it, but for, but, but when I heard that someone thinks that that's an intimidating aspect, uh, that scares me because I don't know how to dumb it down. I don't. I don't know. What, but I don't you know think you need to. I don't think you need to. I don't think you need to change who you are. I think you just need to kind of uh, roll it and develop who you are, your, your, who you are within yourself, and then put it out in the world and, and roll with it. Uh, you know. Uh, well, you want me to make this collectible room a secret room? Right? <laughs> <laughs> so how, well, jokes aside about the room. Hey, you know what? A woman comes in and goes, oh, my gosh, that's a P-38 Tiger, blah, 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 plane. <laughs> from the, then you know you got the right one. Oh, yeah. It's not going to happen. I mean, I know that. I'm not looking for that. I'm just, you know, my 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 whole thing is, is I um, look, uh, this last one did a lot of things that I didn't like. Uh, she was a mm-hmm. smoker. She was a drinker. And she, she uh, you know, she did the, the marijuana on occasion. And, that, you know, all that's fine. The marijuana. I, I, except the smoking. Yeah. I can't the do dope. this. I can't with the smoke. Cigarette smoke just disgusting. I can't. It's such a horrible habit. Um, and, you know, I've seen what it does and it's not good. But uh, so I don't like that. But but I, you know, I'm willing to tolerate. I, I'm not looking for a clone of myself. You know, I'm not. You know, I'm really not. Um, am I looking for someone that's career oriented? Yes. Am I looking for someone that's got a sense of humor? It would be awesome. Am I looking for someone that uh, is creative? Hell yeah, that'd be great. Um, but I, 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 I guess I'm off putting. And uh, and if it's just the the the, the if it's yeah. just the physical part, I'll never be able to get over that hurdle. I mean, I've done everything I can do. No, you know? no, you're, um, you're you're all right there. But but I just. Um... I just want you to go have a, a nice, quiet, simple conversation that ends with an exchange of phone numbers or something afterwards. Uh, it seems like, um, I don't know, I'm not there in those dates. Maybe Jeff and I should go observe you. Yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, that's why that's why I need to confide in like one of your agents, like Agent Finley down there. Maybe maybe she could like uh, you know You're gonna, wear, yeah. an ear, wear an earpiece or something and, and hear my hear what I'm saying to these people. I know I'm I, Ken. I'm I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think it's a problem with like how I talk, how I deliver mm-hmm. uh, the conversations I get into. No, uh, uh, that that's just not it. Um, uh, I I just I, I I think I think it's just I honestly just think it's they don't like. They don't like the physical package, and that's what no, it is. I, I don't know. I, I go ahead, Jeff. Well, I, I honestly don't believe that. I, I don't. I just like, like I said, there's. I, I don't know. You might be able to know this. I don't know. Ladies might be know this, but when you do have that sense of urgency, it, women can sense it. And to me, I don't know. They can. They can say, "Oh, hey, what? Why? Why?" I wouldn't call it, why, a, search, call it a, a, a sense of urgency when I'm with them. I'm just. I'm just. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm. You friend zone them. No, I, I think I think too, you, I think you, I, well, I think you over emote a bit too much in your communication following the dates. Uh, I think you pile you pile a lot into messages and 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 you like I said you're honest to a fault. That can be a thing. I think hold some cards back. You 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 you, you are a high strung individual. That's been proven medically now. Um, what we always uh, <laughs> yes. probably could have guessed. But um, so I just I that's what I mean when I I want to know what you feel the successful date is. And it, your blueprint seems to be fine. Uh, this is for anyone out there listening too. It's like I think just know have those check marks of what you're looking for, not just. 
in a sense of humor job, everything, but what you're looking for when you're around that person and just being calm and relaxed to enjoy those things um, versus well, feeling like you have to carry last, up the conversation or have to make them laugh or anything like that. The last two months, is, I've, I've changed already. I, I've already... I, I I know it. People have already observed it. I'm a lot more sure. uh, I'm a lot more quiet now. I'm a lot more uh, I'm not as obnoxious anymore. That's all right. Um, the, so well, which is fine. Uh, yeah. I liked I I just I I'm not up to joking anymore. I'm not I, I'm not very very jovial anymore. I don't, I don't but uh, I don't I don't I know because you get stuff going on in your head. But I, I don't think that I don't I don't want I don't want you to shut down that part as your longtime friend. I wouldn't want to shut down your humor. Well, I know it entertains all of you, but it, but would it, would it, to those I don't want to have sex with you. And so it's <laughs> like I just you'd be the luckiest man it, in the world if that did it for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. You are a good cuddler, but mm-hmm. uh, you know I I I, I don't know, Ken. I I think I have to. I almost want to hide uh, things that I've always look when we got into radio. <laughs> and it's just because we weren't guest driven. That's why we said, okay, we just got to put it out there, you know? Right. And so I, so it's that radio mentality. Just put it all out there. Put it all out there. Tell them you cry at watching the movie Driving Miss Daisy. There's nothing and, wrong and with that. They'll love that. Don't forget you'd cry at Trip the Bountiful. Yeah, these movies that no one's ever heard of. Yeah, but, but nobody, the women don't, uh, they don't take to it. Um, uh, you know, right away, or if at all. So it's like, stop giving uh, it to them. Here, you know? here, here. Maybe be more mysterious. Here's what we're going to do in the new year, because we got to get through the holidays. In the new year, we talked about this, but we're going to put this on air so it becomes public, yeah. public record. Is you're going to come down here to Los Angeles, California, and we're going to we're going to have you uh, have a one-on-one uh, uh, session with Megan Finley, who's going to counsel you. Uh, uh, we're going to we're, we're going to spend a couple of days. We're going to take you out. We're going to go do some stuff on a Sunday, and then come that <laughs> Monday night because you're going to come in on Saturday, and then we're going to you're going to stay Saturday night, Sunday, Monday, uh, Monday, Monday night. We'll sit down and record. A Napsock Files exclusive bonus episode where we mm. uh, break down and kind of it's like a it's like a style consultant, but it'll be like the the intervention. The, no, 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 not an intervention because <laughs> then we need you there and um, and Gavin. Yeah. We'll find him in a baseball mm. field, but uh, you, we'll right. give you that you, session free of charge. Yeah. Oh, I appreciate it. But again, it's I, I, there's I, there's something to be said that I think that down your way mm-hmm. it, it would probably work out a lot better. Um, I was very perturbed by people that basically came out over the last year and a half and said, you know what? Uh, oh, I've got people in mind that I could introduce you to. Uh-huh. And that never happened, Ken. It's like, it's like, don't talk out your asses. I mean, I just should rather not hear it. You know, if you, if you don't mean it, don't say it. Did you it's pressure okay. them though, or did you just sit back? Me. Did you depressure oh. them or just sit back? Oh. I don't want to, what am I going to do? What am I, you know, what am I going to do? I, I ask on occasion, uh, you know, okay, you know, what, what am I to do? You know? Yeah, so, I mean, fair. I ask and I, and, but it's like, I, so I, I feel like no one's, no one endorses me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, so that tells me that they're, you know, <laughs> your mom didn't endorse me. So, uh, well, but my, I mom, my mom didn't endorse you cause she knew that you also wanted to, yeah. uh, uh, do a porn charity. Uh, but that, mm-hmm. but, but without rehashing that, but that, that, but, uh, I, and I ended Without up talking to your mom about it. that. We laughed about it, but, <laughs> but, uh, but my, my point is, is that, um, yeah, no one, no one ever calls and says, Hey, I know this person, her, her name is, her name is Jessica or something. And you would be great for Jessica. She would like you. She would like the fact that you're an old soul and all that stuff. Um, and, and Ken, I, 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 I'm not ignorant. I, I understand that my old soul thing is, is kind of, um, 
it almost seems like everybody's allergic to it. It's a certain narrow spectrum of the well, uh, and, the people out there that get that. And I and I don't I don't hate that part about me. I actually kind of like the fact that it's different. It's uh, something that I came up with myself. I wasn't really with influence, but at the same time, you all guys are you know buying Taylor Swift's latest album, and here I just nineteen eighty nine. Shake yeah, it mm-hmm. exactly. A CD came. Amazon the day it's a two CD double uh, album of uh, uh, pop instrumental hits from 1959. So I mean that's the that's isn't that weird? I understand. I get it's that. Not, that's it's weird. not weird. It's who you are. So I don't I don't want to look to change it. Weird. I'm it just glad weird. you got rid of the sweater vest. We took care of that problem five six years ago. <laughs> No, um, that's the other thing. My fashion sense is good. I have good clothes. I, I, I shop uppity. I'm a brand guy. I, you know, so, uh, no, I really am. I, I'm a brand guy. I am. I, am. I, I think I we lo- need, I think we need to young you up by five to six years. On but your the, clothing. no, the, the piano player at Nordstrom's knows me by name and, and he's and, still hipster. I think no, but maybe I, a little bit. No, I, I, so, so I'm dressing fine. I, I, I and, and quite honestly, Ken, yeah, I'm telling you the there. God's honest truth. Um, yeah. as pathetic as maybe the last like 45 minutes to seem listening to me i'm telling you that i i am i'm almost done with my my project my project my self-improvement jeff's seen some improvement i think i'm going to come out a little bit more tamer i think i'm probably going to come out a little bit more reserved i i have i'm going to have a hell of a lot of trust issues um i'm going to have a hard time believing that person that says uh, you know you're a great guy you're a great guy yeah i'm this, this last year and a half it's been so bad for me. It's just, it's so frustrating because it's, I see it so easy for people that are assholes to women. And I'm not sure. an asshole to a woman. I, I, I respect them. And I, it doesn't mean that I expect something in return for that respect. Let's get that clear. I don't. But right. it's like, uh, I, I see all those that, I mean, I've seen, oh, I don't know anybody, but you read stories all the time about people that are abusive verbally or physically, and they're, Getting, they're getting sex on well, a Friday, Saturday. Well, I'm I, I, sitting there watching. Uh, I'm watching Little House on the Prairie season three on Blu-ray. <laughs> and I know you were perturbed that Charlie uh, Manson's getting engaged. And uh, right. oh and, my know. god, that, that, freaking... that really puts it in true perspective. <laughs> Serial killer can get engaged in prison, but I can't even. But yeah. I can't. Uh, hey, um, here, here. Uh, in the time we have remaining, I do want to switch the conversation a little bit. But though it, it actually all ties together, Please. though you already mentioned it, right. we did get a chance. We're all now thirty-eight years old or so. Here, we did finally get a chance to go to our mythical, legendary twenty-year uh, high school reunion. We did that in September at Royal Grande High School, class of nineteen ninety-four. Um, let's, uh, you know, I don't want to get too. Um, I don't want to get too inside baseball to those that don't know us. Um, name specific? Oh, you don't want to do that. I don't want to get names. No, I'm not talking about name. But I just uh, um, to my listening audience who who don't know all of our characters by name here and everything. I do want to talk in general and a little specific about our experience at the 20 year high school reunion because that's pretty big. That's a pop culture kind of watershed moment for everyone. Like the 20 year, 10 years, uh, 10 years was a little different. 20 years, time has passed. Things have happened. Some of our friends have kids in high school school now some of them have kids who are older 
than we were when we met those friends who are now parents. It is kind of a weird experience. Um, and for you, Matt, and, and Jeff, too, but I know for you, you were really something, you were, like you said, you were looking forward to it, to kind of to uh, kind of put on the Ritz up there in our hometown and kind of go out and have a crazy weekend. I thought we had a great fun time. I really enjoyed my experience at the at the 20th, and we got to catch up with some old friends, uh, Eric and uh, Wolfgang slash Eric and Rebecca and uh, um, uh Adrian Hughes, we got to meet and kind of catch up with a long time. People we hadn't hung out with really for 20 years. The Mackenzies, everyone. I could go on and on. There I am. I'm listing the names out, unfortunately, uh, what I didn't want to do. But um, what were your experiences? How did it work for you guys? Explain to the audience what it's like to go for your 20th high school reunion. Jeff? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, man. Throw it over to me. Well, I think... It showed that I was a lot more introverted than uh, than I was. I mean, I didn't exactly go out and hobnob because you you were the man about town, Ken. You were going around shaking everybody's mm-hmm. hand, and I just didn't do that. And I was kind of angry at myself that I didn't do that. Yeah, I was pissed off at you and pissed off yeah, at a and why of you, our yeah. circle friends because here I had helped hype this event. Thank we you. had done some video yeah. segments Jeff and I did mm-hmm. to just get into the mood, get everybody excited about it, try to overcome some controversy that was going on uh, with the – event itself right. and uh uh yeah so i went in ken i went in there uh, wanting to show my body off basically 75 mm-hmm. pounds light there he is bought new calvin klein pants Bring i bought a new calvin klein leather jacket for the event so i spent money i i came prepared mm-hmm. now yeah. jeff you did not come prepared in the sense that you you didn't go and buy an outfit you did a haircut that's about it i'm sorry that's good for jeff my love it revolves around your perception of me. You know, you could just kiss my butt. No, I, I went in there the way I figured it. It wasn't what classy. I didn't go in a suit and a tie. No, you you were fine. I, my, oh, my, my my point is, my enthusiasm was to the point that I you know I went and spent money on it. So I right. came in there with with right. the mindset that this is going to be one hell of a night. Mm-hmm. Um, now uh, it's a big event. It was a big event. Yeah, it was a big event, right. and. Uh, you know, it's funny. I mean, social media, I think, quashed a lot, uh, certain people from coming out to it. And, yeah. and there's certain people that I wanted to see that were not there. Uh, so that, that was unfortunate. But um, uh, you kind of, you kind of, uh, uh, I don't know, you you were my drinking coach, Mr. Napsock, I guess. <laughs> uh, I don't, I, but I, 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 got, I never really chastised you for this. Uh-huh. But yeah. you, you, you tried to, uh, you tried to, to Lead Matty DSU a little bit. Mm-hmm. You tried to you tried to moderate his intake, and uh, I, I yes, I did. Don't know why. I, I didn't think I, I I don't think well, I was no, losing that, control, but that, I would gladly give the floor to get an honest interpretation of what you felt you I, I was you, doing at the time because it was like real, there was still a lot of sunlight out there when you did this. Yes, there was because you said yourself earlier, not much of a drinker, and we came in there with the hard stuff, right? What were you drinking? I had my normal Jamesons on the rocks or Jack on the rocks. I think is all they had. They had a Bloody Mary. I had a Bloody Mary. No, you had something else, didn't you? Oh, did I? Uh, Maybe. Regardless, regardless, you said yourself you're not much of a drinker. Halfway through that first drink, you were jokingly challenging someone to a fight. Um, and, and and we're so loud I could hear I could hear you across the hall. Uh by by a few in, um I saw the way you were approaching some women and I was worried about it. And yeah. I had others backing me really? up on this. So at one point I think we accidentally slipped accidentally I'm putting quotation marks around it, we accidentally did slip you some water. And water down one of the drinks, uh, not to only to pump the brakes because I How feared was you tipping over the edge, not knowing mm-hmm. it early. 
Uh, I'm now I'm concerned because how how was I approaching women in a concerning fashion? I, I gotta uh, know that. Tell l- me it's loudly. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna say the word clingy, but I don't mean yeah. that. I don't yeah. mean that yeah. in a negative sense. I wasn't Jeff, touching that. Right? No, 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 no. Yeah. I don't mean it like that. Cling, clingy in the sense, Jeff. You you nodding your head. I can see in the camera where where you just kind right. of. You were very present, whether they <laughs> wanted you there or not. When they, when they walked away, you were like following them. Hey, I got some more interesting stories to tell you. <laughs> I don't recall that. Yes, I that's that. part of the problem. Is I, right. I think you were st- and you weren't getting snockered, but no. But again, um, I just remember uh, one moment where I was telling two women. Mm-hmm. I remember I said, 20 years removed, you both look fantastic. How do you do it? How do you?" Mm-hmm. How do you keep up these good bodies of yours? I think it's maybe yeah, verbatim yeah, what I said. But I think right. when you're when you're drunk on uh, whiskey or Bloody Marys or <laughs> Long Island iced teas or whatever you're doing, I don't think it comes out as uh, curious or respectful. And it wasn't your the the words were probably exactly the same that you said. You weren't saying mm-hmm. anything bad. Uh, it no. just was the nature. It was very forward. It was very. <laughs> it was very, and it didn't end at moments. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it lingered. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of lingering going yeah, on, and well, I sent somebody an apology uh, yeah. because I, I I detected there was some um, displeasure, yeah. and she never even responded. To, didn't even read the the apology. That's and probably so, a good um, thing. Swing and a miss. That's Which a good thing, fine. though. That's okay. Well, no, it's, but no, okay. So no, so so this. I, I, I Wow, I'm so sorry. I mean, I do no, know no, too no, that don't, I, don't, I thought the I thought the raffle was rigged. Yeah, and I won't yeah that no, that, that I believe it was too, for reasons we can't really go into in a public forum. <laughs> but, but um, I will. To be clear, though, man, we I was you were having fun and you were good. Like I get two, three whiskeys. I'm charming. Four, or five. You know, uh, I'm um, lecherous. So I, I get it. Um, I just saw it come. It was it was the speed and velocity that it was coming in quickly. It was it, like you said, sun sunlight was still up when I uh, me and uh, Chris McNeil and Jeff Moody and some others were like, oh, we better pull that one from him, just to, so we don't have to issue a, an official uh, apology later in the next day I'm to the media. I'm embarrassed to hear this. I am truly embarrassed to hear this because mm-hmm. I I just don't. I I didn't have Again, any idea. To be clear, you weren't. No, I, it wasn't like you were calling me from the Anaheim Police Department jail, like you were the other day or the other month. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. It was uh, I I. And we noticed we didn't stop you from drinking. I just like I said, we kind of put the uh, some speed bumps on your journey, so you would drive <laughs> that car a little slower. Yeah, no, I know someone gave me this drink, and I said, "What the hell is this?" And they said, "No, it's 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 rum and coke or something." And I and I I, I drank a little bit. Yeah, there's no rum in this. I, I think it was the world's and first th- water and coke. It was, yeah, it was like Diet Coke, and I was pissed off because I had a street going where I hadn't had a Supposed fucking soft drink in fucking two and a half years, and yeah. you ruined my, my streak. But yeah. and I was, nah, see, you, you, you get so much anxiety over this little because I, I'm an obsessive compulsive oh guy, and streaks yeah. are such a big deal to me, right. and that ruined my streak of no soft drinks. So. Oh yeah, God. but it, That's it, right. it did keep the streak alive of not getting slapped by a woman. So, uh, you know. Right. But but uh, look, I I think under the right environment, let me tell you something. Maybe the next time I'm in town, we can create the right environment. 
I want right. to see you get fall on the floor drunk only because and I and I talk a lot about alcohol. Uh, I don't condone alcohol uh, as an answer out there, folks. I don't. There's just different paths and different journey for every people. I didn't have alcohol until I was 26, and there's a lot behind it. And sometimes I wish I never did. But there's also some of us need a little help, uh, and some of these things are out there to help us a little bit. And uh, Mr. D, uh, I with, with your your hypertension and all this stuff going on, I think it would be good one day if you. Just just ended up mm-hmm. face first on a floor with us there to roll you over. Um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, slobber knocker drunk. Well, uh, uh, yeah. I, so when I was in Anaheim I, at the ESPN zone, uh, mm-hmm. I, I did kind of not that, but I, I, I uh, mutual friend uh, yeah. got me some drinks. And I got to be honest with you, because everybody asked me, well, what kind of what kind of drunk would you be? And I yeah. always predicted that I would probably be the jovial. Joe Pesci at the table entertaining the boys kind of the first uh, two yeah and uh so and and this proved to be true apparently because I was at a a very big corporate party at the ESPN zone second floor and I uh, was entertaining uh, I found myself entertaining the bartender and about five people I'd never met before and a couple Mm -hmm. co-workers and it was just like I thought everything was everybody's having a good time. It concerns me Mm -hmm. to hear, and I know you've stated it that, but I I hope I was not inappropriate in uh, physical touch or language with people. Because there's no excuse for that. Jeff, back me up on that. No, right? No, exactly. No, you you weren't you weren't Mister. Yeah, I can't. You know, I don't know. I had my heart on. I had. I know. I had my heart on um, meeting uh, and getting to know someone when they're better and i know that, uh, that but that that's, that there's that, that, that it, so, it didn't happen so yeah, i, I but know that, but i see, but I, see I, I, i'm jumping in there because that's that's maybe i know you too well and maybe it did you a disservice but i know you kind of had a <laughs> shall we say a list an agenda of things you wanted to accomplish <laughs> with certain women right. there and i don't Always mean that in some malicious that. uh sexual manner i mean that no, and just no, no. you kind of had a you had an agenda and that that alcohol was going to really drive that agenda, and I felt it was going to ruin that agenda I if, appreciate if it man. was gone at the hyperspeed uh, uh, pace that it seemed to launch you on right away. That's all I meant. Yeah, no, because it, it did it did pretty much stop after that. Yeah. Uh, I, I did stop, and uh, uh, the thing <laughs> the thing about it was is the one woman that I think I offended uh, was more more offended that she thought that I had driven to the next venue, which was a bar, inebriated and drunk. But I assured right. her that uh, there was still sunlight left when I stopped, and I didn't leave until, as you know, we were the last out of that parking lot, damn near yeah. midnight. So I know I had a at least three hours, maybe even yeah, no, more of, of time where I was fine. So, um, it, so she, yeah. I tried to clarify that, but again, I tried to apologize to her for it. Um, but you know, yeah. you, you're not going to, you're not going to just gonna let, hit home let, let it slide, let it slide. Now, I, I, <laughs> did, how did the, the, the 20 year, did it affect you guys in the terms of the passing of time and looking back and, and maybe kind of make you think about uh, legacy and, and where the next 20 are and all that kind of stuff? Because it uh, kind of affected me on that level, both positive and negative. I, I had a good weekend going, you know what I've done? I haven't wasted the last 20 years like I think I did. A lot of times I'm wallowing in, oh, I've ruined and wasted uh, my life. But there uh, I felt pretty good. But also at the same time, you look at some things I, I, I don't have because uh, we always look at the 
bad things. Uh, I don't have a wife and kid. Do I want a wife and kid? Nah, not necessarily. But you look at some of my other friends, I'm like, oh, man, they, they might, did they make the right call? Did I make the right call? It makes you think about those deep things. Did you guys, were you guys affected in either of those ways? Go ahead, Oh, exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I didn't have the, the up part, but yeah, the down part was still pretty, pretty good. I mean, you see all these people, what do I do? Oh, you know, I'm, I'm a police officer. I'm this, I'm that. Yeah. What do I do? Uh, I live in a studio apartment and I fix forklifts. You know, it, it was just, you know, it was kind of, yeah, it kind of brought me down a notch, you know? Right, right. You know, it, but, uh, you know, it is what it is, but still, you know, there wasn't a lot of resume comparing, comparing that event. I didn't feel, right. um, I, you know, Ken, I, I saw I saw some people I hadn't seen in uh, literally twenty years, yeah, and yeah. that that was that was cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. You know, you know, facing forty, and we were pretty much signing the document that we're not going to have children. And I'm I've kind of thought in the last few months whether that's a, a huge mistake. Not that I could do anything about it, right. um, you know. But uh, so yeah, I, I, I there, there's definitely some perspective checking that goes on in that. Um, mm-hmm. When you do see, I mean, we just, uh, from that reunion, we went and had dinner with uh, one of uh, a friend of ours and her husband, and they have three beautiful kids. And mm-hmm. they're, you know, one of the oldest is in high school, as you were talking about earlier. So once you get past the shock of that and you actually look at that family dynamic that they had, it was really a beautiful thing. And, and I'm sitting there at the dining room table. I was like, gosh, darn it. You know, um, there's three kids to watch over these two when they get, you know, into their older years. And what, and what do I got? You know, I, I what do I got? There's going right. you know, to be no one for me. So am I making that big mistake? But then I go back and this is what kind of actually led to some depression when I, I realized that if there is a higher power and he has, or he or she has any control of your destiny or what's going to happen to you, mm-hmm. it kind of sucks that when you go through your life, you realize that it wasn't in the cards for you to ever have kids, uh, to ever meet that person that, that would, that's just kind of hard to take. It's kind of hard to take. You're going to, God, you're no, already, you're already, you know, gets deep, huh, Jeff? yourself to, you know, disappointment. Yeah. I'm sorry to be, at, oh, but God, that's, man. at 38, you know, he's already cut it out of it. Cheers. I thought I was depressed. Jeez. Well, when, when two of my two of the good friends that we had hyped this event to came at nine o'clock and said, "Nah, we're done. We're out of here." I thought, "God, this was supposed to be that night where we're supposed to be up all night." I was, long. I was and slightly, dis- I was slightly disappointed in that one as well. Yeah, uh, but no, overall, Ken, um, you know, it was fun. Uh, they'll, they're going to do one in five years. Yeah. You know, we'll just Boy, go and do it. I, I, do I will, again. I will, I will not drink uh, the event. I apologize. No, 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 no. I don't want, I don't want that idea in your head. I actually do want you to drink. Uh, I just that's, but that's what friends yes. are for. I was there, I was there to make sure it was at a nice even pace. That's you know what it is, Ken. It's just, you know, you 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 probably got that. Ex- it's maybe that same euphoric feeling you you, you describe when you're doing stand up mm-hmm. and you're you're on it and the crowd's hitting and they're feedback and you're yeah. laughing, laughing, laughing. Because I mean, that's what I recall from this event that everybody I talked to seemed to be interested in what I was saying and seemed to be you know, laughing at what I was saying. Yeah. And I thrive off that. Now I know I can get a little hyper with that. That mm-hmm. I get, yeah, I get yeah. very excited. It's very stimulating. It's a it's well, a sexual but, thing. But but. Right. <laughs> Um, almost, almost, almost. But but, I, but, it's but, but it's orgasmic. But it's because I don't think you do it enough. 
that that's why all the eggs go into one social basket. I think if, you, got, if you guys had those type of – I'm not talking about a large-scale 200-person party, uh, but I, I told you, and I don't, I don't say this just to hold it over your head, but it's like I, I, you know, twice a month I'm, I'm out on the town with, with friends, and it's not about drinking. It's not about carousing. It's just about being around people, laughing, joking, and that feeling, infinite feeling that um, I think the movie Perks of, the Wall, of a Wallflower talk about the, the moment where you feel infinite, and that's a different story and a different uh, – Different depths and tone to that story, but uh, that moment where I know that euphoria you're talking about, and this is this is addressing people out there listening too. Uh, when you talk about isolation and how it ties into the depression and danger of it, that moment of euphoria when you're surrounded by people you either love or you're getting to know, and 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 it's the laughing, joking, looking into a photo for the rest of your life. Basically, that moment is captured. You feel infinite. You feel. You feel really good. It is kind of an endorphin-releasing kind of drug moment. It, it does tie to making people laugh on stage. It is those moments, and I, I think you need more of those. I think you and Jeff need more of those. Well, the issue, too, is, though, uh, you know, Jeff and I are uh, either by choice or we're just last straw pickers, but, uh, you know. <laughs> we're, well, no, in the, sense that, in the sense that everybody around us has gotten married, right. and that schedule is a lot different. Agreed. We're married married and kids. And, and, and so I can't mesh with those same people I used to be able to mm-hmm. when they were single. And that's what I, that's what I face all the time now right. is yeah. that, uh, I'm not around. There's not a lot of single people that I know anymore. And so there's not that phone call. I mean, I should be getting that phone call from Jeff. Hey, let's go. I like mm-hmm. just a couple of weeks ago, I was proud of him that he did it, but mm-hmm. he didn't enjoy it. I know he didn't. We, I told him, let's go and let's go get a drink over at the Madonna and lounge. And we'll be listening to some music, you know? Yeah. And, 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 and I just wanted to see if there was a scene. Maybe, maybe there's like some, yeah, by, by some force, I, there was, was some, okay. like, there was some young chick there that's old school that no, likes swing. We, we were the youngest people yeah, there by 40 years. Yeah, at least. It, it was. So, uh, but, but Jeff, 45 minutes in, you're like, okay, let's go. I didn't say that. When did I ever say that? <laughs> I did go. not say that. I, I could have stayed that. there till midnight when the music no, stopped. The music was great. It's just like, you know, you're, you're over there. Everybody's, <laughs> you know it's like, okay, we're, we're kind of out of place here. Maybe yeah, we should no. go with some younger people who are, who are not retired and, you know. Right. And so that plays a part too, Kay, because I mean, there really is, being 38 is kind of in that. Yeah, it's hold just, on, I need to put in my dentures before we dance. No, I mean, we're I, in the wrong place, I, I stopped looking at 20 plus, 20 uh, year old somethings uh, as a possible prospect when i turn like 30 you know uh, so, and i re- and i always felt like okay at that time i was like no problem uh you still got your 30s and you, you always felt like you know you were going to find somebody in your 30s and maybe a little bit older 35 comes around and remember i had made a goal that if i wasn't married by 35 that was when we were actually going to go do the russian bride thing yeah mm-hmm. and, and submit for russian bride well, that's still an option for you uh, yeah, but three years. Okay, so three years from that, thirty-eight, and uh, and I'm thinking, okay, now it's just, it's hard for me to, uh, it's hard for me to uh, uh, grasp that I should probably be considering someone that's like 44, 45 years old. But to me, I can't get past that age. That's uh, that's just seems it's not old to me, but it's not. It isn't what I've known, and and and, and I and I can't stand the thought that in a matter of. Twelve uh, years, I'll be fifty. I mean, yeah, I can't I know, get over I that. Know, it's I, fast, kid. I, it just moves way too believe fast. Me, I, I know a lot of my close friends are in their mid forties, but that's what's exciting for me is I look at them in their mid forties, and it doesn't seem like they're in their mid forties or late forties. It doesn't yeah. at all. And I've got a friend who had his first baby at fifty, and one who had his first child at forty-three, one at forty had his first child. So there's still time, but also you know, and some of the most attractive, vivacious, vibrant, smart, intelligent women I know are forty plus. So don't be afraid of it. But I do know what you mean. It is kind of. Um, 
I've had some moments recently where uh, a young uh, 22-year-old college girl is serving me at Starbucks, and, and I'm like, this girl's kind of cute. And she goes, here, here, sir, here's your coffee. Have a nice day at the office, old man. Uh, um, it, it, we, 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 I got a story. Matt has a story about that, too. He, yeah, maybe, Go ahead. Maybe I don't know later. what you're referring to. Uh, our, our, the, the, the last little, little fling, but that's probably going to be another, another time. Would you date a junior high girl by accident? What do you no, doing? no, the, the current one. Remember that? Oh, you're he's, yeah, he's, yeah. That one. <laughs> so we're at okay. Here's the deal. So in the midst of trying to research, yeah, in the midst of trying to research this computer that I need to get back on the game of video and yeah, podcasting, yeah, where we go to Denny's uh, and Denny Jeff could use his laptop, use Wi-Fi and all that. Okay, so the waitress that serves us, can you happen to you were with me the last time you were in town? And mm-hmm. She was the one that served us. Okay. She comes back, and so I told Jeff prior to her coming to the table, since we know her, I'm going to be a little bit more jovial to her. I'm going to just ask her a a very flat out blunt question Mm -hmm. and Jeff kind of cringing at this point. So she comes to the table and I said, Hey, Wendy, you've interacted with me for over a year. You kind of know my mentality. And she was, "Uh uh-huh. I go, can I ask you a question? And she goes, she goes, sure. And I said, well, I'm a single guy. Do you know anybody single that would be good for me? You know, you kind of know my makeup. And she (laughs) tells me, well, if you're willing to wait three months, I'm going to be divorced. Waka waka. <laughs> really? And I mm-hmm. said, wait a minute, Wendy. I go, I thought last time I was here, which was with you, Ken. Yeah, I, I remember said, that. You, everything was good. I said, everything was good. You just bought a new car. Well, apparently it didn't. Everything's gone uh, to hell in a handbasket. And, uh, and so, so she's like telling me her story outside while she's smoking a cigarette. And basically saying, hey, you and I need to go to Disneyland and, and reclaim that land that was taken from you seven weeks ago. <laughs> all right. So, and it's like, okay. and, but then I'm like all hyped. I'm, I, I'm in the moment. But then I get back to the table and it's wrong. It, it's not the right situation. It's the wrong situation because she's going through an abusive deal. It's ugly. It's hella ugly. And I'm just something that she's clinging to for safety. And I cannot handle it. Sure. I can't Sounds like fun. Me. Sounds like fun. I'll see you guys here when you come down to Disneyland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As your lawyer, I highly recommend it. Wait three right. months. Let her make her decisions. She's uh, a, a woman of her of her own mind. She'll make her own decisions. And if she wants to go to Disneyland with you in three months when all the papers are signed, pack no. up, grab a thing of mouse ears and a, a box of condoms and come on down. No, Ken, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, this is kind of where I've changed here in the last two months because of that mm-hmm. fastball. I... I I am going to go with my instincts right away, and mm-hmm. uh, the instincts tell me that she's a nice person, but I just don't think it's f- for me. I don't think it's I'm for her really either. It's just uh, that the hey, circumstances. Uh, it was a. I, I, I want uh, Jeff, uh, back me up here. I ain't talking about marriage, kid. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I'm Matt talking is, about a weekend that you will barely remember. Anything. That's right. all I've looked for. That, right. that's, get rid of that mindset. I'm telling you, get mm-hmm. rid of that mindset. Not, not that you're going to give it up, uh, give up the idea of long-term planning and everything. I, I'm not talking about being a sleazeball, jumping from bed to bed. I'm just saying you, Mr. D, need a stiff drink and a stiff screw and a fun weekend. And I think that will <laughs> open up a lot of things. I really, really do. 
really believe that. I know I don't say that often, um, but I'll tell you, we we've come to the close end of this episode. We uh, we've delved into a lot of fun things, and I love checking in with the two of you. And we're gonna do it again. We're gonna make that promise. You're gonna come down here, Mister D, and and uh, uh, Megan Finley and I are gonna uh, join you for a weekend of fun, dragging around this city, and then we're gonna sit down and we're gonna be uh, she's gonna be your style consultant, so to speak, uh, for the years going forward. I tell you, you're going to enjoy it. I think it might be painful. No, I think it's a good thing. I'm looking forward to it. I need to get down there. I, I really do need to get down there. It's, uh, it's going to be nothing but therapeutic. I need it. Yeah. And, and, uh, and Mr. Moody, uh, next time we'll, we'll do you. Right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. That. Uh, that has been a, a very fun edition of the Knapsack Files via Skype. I apologize if the phone, if the call dropped out a little bit at times. I got a little sketchy with the high winds here down in L.A. But overall, I think this technology thing is working out, kids. So, of course, did you guys ever fully transition to Twitter? I don't think so. I don't see you on there a lot. But but for now, where can they follow you on Twitter? Oh my God, I don't even remember. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember, kid. <laughs> Swinging a mystery. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, I really don't remember my handle anymore. I think I need it, and I don't remember. Uh, I, I, can, uh, I can probably dig it up you here. Could, um, you can edit it later. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's so to be there's so many of you out oh, there. My mine says at the Maddie D show. There you go. But that's but that's not gonna hold up because the, the, somebody got that name already. So I, I I don't know. All right. Well we'll try the Twitter thing down the line. <laughs> I'll cares? put it in I don't even use it. <laughs> you, you know, you need to get that brand out there. We'll do that. You can of course follow me on Twitter at Ken Napsuck and the Napsuck Files is on Facebook for a fan group there. Like there and join the conversation. We're on Stitcher and iTunes. But if you're on iTunes, do me that favor and subscribe, rate and review and catch me on the other things that I do, the Schmozno movie show, which is uh, on Schmozno.com every Thursday live, six and PST and available uh, later on on the uh, podcast uh, YouTube and iTunes on the podcast channel there and also of course Jedi Alliance with my co-host Mud Garrett on the Popcorn Talk Network you can follow us on Twitter at Jedi Alliance SK if you want to celebrate Star Wars with us so for my friends in my hometown of Arroyo Grande California Wires Monfu Jeff Moody and Mr. Matty D Lonnie the Lickman Licorice Matt Donovan my former radio partner uh, thank you so much for joining me on the show and we will see you next time.